Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What's driving the conversation in California today? Every weekday at this time, we explore a topic that's making news in our state. This is the State of California. And good afternoon. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS political reporter, host of The State of California, along with Patty Rising and Chris Ancarlo. Could California shorten the work week, creating a four-day, 32-hour week for millions of California workers? That's the idea in the hopper in Sacramento, where state lawmakers are moving forward with a bill to require large companies to pay overtime after their employees work 32 hours a week. That's been a dream of many workers for a long time, and now the changes in work habits since the pandemic began more than two years ago could make it a reality for millions in California. Well, for more, we're joined live today on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by State Assemblymember Evan Lowe, a Democrat from Campbell, the co-author of this bill, AB 2932. Thank you so much for making some time for us. I appreciate it. Uh, so first off, how would this law work? Who, who would be covered by it? Doug, Patty, and Chris, good to be with you. Well, thanks so much for providing some attention to a conversation that is so critically important as we come out of the COVID pandemic and reimagine the workforce and uplifting workers. Uh, this bill is exactly as you outlined, a four-day work week. Uh, in fact, as much as I like to say that this is earth-shattering, the fact of the matter is that this is not a new concept. Many other uh, companies have already embarked on this endeavor, and we've seen iterations of these of this proposal similarly uh, in other countries as well, too. Uh, the bill as provided is the current Assembly Bill 2932 in the state of California uh, for a four-day work week. This bill currently applies to companies with 500 or more employees. And wouldn't it be maybe natural for these companies to just say, we're going to reduce pay based off of the reduced hours? Well, the, the conversation really is about recognizing the current uh, pandemic that we're in with respect to the responsiveness on the great resignation. Workers are adamant about flexibility, flexibility, flexibility. And how do we in help ensure that this is also good for the employer while also good for the employee as well? Do you think if this is enacted and it goes into effect that people are actually going to just work 32 hours a week? Or do you think they're going to work like they always worked and just make more money in overtime? Well, let's be clear that this is um, a great uh, a deal of uh, Herculean effort to help reimagine the workforce. Of course, a one-size-fits-all is challenging, and it comes with a number of different issues that we're trying to address. Uh, specifically, though, we are hopeful that fundamentally this addresses the issues of the healthier work-life balance and the burnout and also taking care of loved ones and also being parents as well. I'm hopeful that businesses will accommodate and actually use this as a tool to help attract workers to their companies as well. Um, using this as one of those attractive opportunities, just one of those additional tools to get people back in the workforce. 
I want to dig a little deeper into the question Chris asked, which is, you know, what would keep companies from saying, all right, well, we're just going to give you 32 hours of, of work a week from now on. You're not really a full-time employee anymore so that they don't have to pay any extra. And then people would go home with smaller paychecks. Yeah, certainly. I think the companies have a wide variety of different leverage points to look at what is best for their bottom line. But of course, we are in the state of California. We recognize that this is important to help ensure that we uh, provide a framework that is important to that of the workforce and the workforce. Uh, so companies, major companies, and that's why we have this applied to major corporations, can absorb some of these other additional costs. But at the end, it is the belief that when we help provide an environment that is very pro-worker, it's also going to be beneficial to the company as well. These bigger companies can absorb those costs, but they can also more easily move back across state lines to another state with you know a full 40-hour work week. What's to stop that from happening? I don't think that there's an uh, – we, we can't stop it. Companies will make whatever financial decisions for themselves. But look, the, the end of the day, my, my job is that of a state legislator, and we are not in the position in which we're going to say, well, we're not going to do anything. What is the collective state response to the Great Resignation, and how do we tackle the fundamental framework of helping to empower the worker when they're already talking about being burnt out and they don't want to get back to the workforce? How do we create an environment that is more attractive to them? And again, this is not a new concept by any means. Uh, we hope to be on the forefront of it and helping to work with the employer community to better address the accommodations to help be supportive of the workforce in response to the great resignation. As you alluded to, this uh, has been tried outside of the United States, specifically in Europe. Uh, how did that occur, those experiments go? Well, we're still in the early stages of that, but uh, the initial key metrics behind this is um, are such that we've seen the type of accommodations of less commuting, less commuting on uh, specifics on energy costs, emissions, better mental health, and also the healthier work-life balance. And again, this is something that is front and center in which workers are demanding flexibility. That's the key phrase that we're hearing time and time again. So we welcome the opportunity to learn and to hear more about how this works well and how it doesn't work well for some others and making the appropriate accommodations. But fundamentally, this is about providing the greater flexibility for the everyday worker now. So this applies to companies with 500 or more or would apply 500 or more workers. What about people who are not paid by the hour, people you know, who are on salary? Have you, have you thought about how you would treat them and if, if, you know, how to accommodate them working fewer hours? Yeah, specifically, um, we're going to have to iron out some of these issues. Uh, the bill was just introduced and will be headed towards its first policy hearing. Uh, but we're hopeful that the bill won't affect employees that are part of, for example, collective bargaining agreements or employed by, by a small business. Uh, how do we help ensure that there are same benefits and pay as well as reduced hours as well? These are a number of the issues that we are hoping to iron out as this bill moves forward. All right. Well, thank you so much for being with us and talking about it. We'll see how, how it goes, what kind of progress this thing makes, if they can get it through and whether the governor will sign it. State Assembly member Evan Lowe of Campbell, Democrat from the Bay Area, talking about his uh, bill that he's co-authoring that would uh, create a 32-hour work week in California, would make California the first state in the nation to do so. You can hear the state of California every weekday at 3.30 p.m. It's also available on the Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Sovereign Nation. I'm Doug Sovereign, KCBS. 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.